Tantor Audio, a division of Recorded Books, presents Stone Cold Bad by Tess Oliver and Anna Hart, narrated by C.J. Bloom and Mason Lloyd. Chapter 1. Jade. I will plunge this letter opener into your fucking eye, I screamed. Ray's hand clamped around my arm. My forearm looked like a brittle matchstick in his thick iron grasp. He squeezed hard enough that I was sure I could feel my bones squeaking against each other. The letter opener fell to the floor. Ray's fingers were leaving a mark on my skin. I spit at him and waited for him to smack me. I'd never pushed him this far when he was drunk, but I'd been dragged to the limit. I just didn't care anymore. I wanted to be free of the bastard. I squeezed my eyes shut and swallowed back the bitter taste in my throat. Ray's movements were clumsy, slowed by the alcohol. He spun me around, slammed my hands down on the desk, and pounded my fingers once with his fist for good measure. I cried out in pain. Stand still, little bitch. Can't fuck a moving target when I'm this drunk. I swallowed again to keep from puking my guts out all over his desk, although it would have been fitting for the asshole. It hadn't always been this way. The bile, the tension in my jaw at the thought of having Ray's hands on me. But now all I could think was I wanted him dead. Sometimes when he was grunting with exhaustion, pumping me, trying to get his whiskey-soaked cock off, I would close my eyes and wish that his fucking heart would explode. Right while he was inside of me, touching me, making me sick to my stomach. Then I would push his ugly dead carcass off of me, step right over him, and walk out the fucking door for good. But no such luck. I told you I'm not in the mood, I tried one last plea. There had been a time when the man had still had a thread of conscience, and he would have listened. But that man was gone, replaced by a greed-driven, alcoholic madman. His fumbling, cold fingers yanked the hem of my tight skirt up above my waist. I flinched as his calloused fingers dragged along my skin and tugged down my panties. I heard him spit on his fingers. He knew I wasn't ready for him. I was never ready anymore. That was how badly I hated him. I kept my legs tight together as he tried to push his fingers between my thighs to lube me with his spit. Fucking cunt! he growled. Piece of trash. You'd still be on the street without me. His thick hand came up on the back of my head, and he shoved my face forward toward the desk. I turned to my cheek just in time to avoid breaking my nose. Have it your way, he growled. He shoved the spit-covered finger into my ass, and I squirmed against the hold he had on me. He was damn strong. Even drunk, he was a goddamn beast. It was why everyone was afraid of Ray. I hadn't been afraid, not until the booze. He couldn't stop the drinking even though it had turned him into a raging monster. My hands slipped forward as he held me against the desk. My fingers grasped for something, anything. My pinky brushed a pen, and I had a brief vision of me stabbing it into Ray's brain. He pushed my feet wide, and my arm flung across the blotter. The pen flew off the desk, a smooth marble paperweight rubbed up against my thumb. Ray stopped, 
I glanced back, hoping he'd somehow decided it wasn't worth the fight. But instead, he had his hand around his cock, desperately milking himself to make himself hard. Tonight, the whiskey had been my ally. While he was staring down at the limp dick in his hand, I grabbed the paperweight. I spun around, and before he had a chance to lift his face, I crowned him on the head. He stumbled back, and his eyes rounded with fury just before they rolled up in his head. He came down like a big tree falling in the forest. My heart was pounding so fast, I was sure it would just push open my ribs and hop out of my chest. I didn't stick around to see if he was dead. The paperweight dented the wood floor right next to his head. I raced to the bedroom and shoved a few things into my backpack. I crept down the hallway and out to the entryway. I kept imagining Ray's thunderous footsteps behind me.